0: What's up, Bayfica Nation? Welcome to episode 48 of Mr. Bayfika And of course, a happy, happy Derby Day to all my Bafikistas all around the world. It is a Derby Day. We are playing Sporting in about, oh, in about seven hours or so. We will be invading Alvalad. going for the three points, trying to hunt the lion. And um, everyone knows eagles fly. Much higher than Lions do. We're going to go into Alvalade today. I am fully confident that we're going to put in a great performance. Um, or at least get a great result. <laughs> performance isn't really that important in these games. What's important is the result. But in this episode, episode 48, it's all about Tasa de Portugal. Portuguese Cup. Quarterfinal. Benfica 3. Rio Ave 2. Alright. I do have one quick announcement to make. Alright. Mr. Benfica has a new home. Or I should say, has a new yeah, a new home, a new one-stop home for all things Mr. Benfica. So in addition to following me on Twitter at Benfica Mr. and on Instagram at Mr. Benfica, Facebook is at www.facebook.com forward slash Mr. Benfica. I'm going to ask you guys to check out the brand new Mr. Benfica.com. That's right. I just launched it uh, two days ago, uh, nothing really up there yet. I'm going to try to get a derby preview up there this afternoon before before the match begins and we can take a look at that, um, but check out mrbefica.com. Alright, we're going to pay a quick bill here and then we're going to get right into this match, Bayfica Riwave, Portuguese Cup quarterfinal, right on the other side of Reconquista. Stay right there, don't move a muscle, and, and while you wait, go ahead and check out mrbefica.com.
1: Nós, a fé que não se explica Carrega Benfica, carrega bem fica Ouve a nossa voz, o querer de todos nós A fé que não se explica
0: all right, and welcome back to Mr. Benfica, episode 48. All right, we're going to turn it back to Tuesday, okay? Just a few days ago, Tuesday, January the 14th, 2020. We're at the Stadio de Luz. It's Benfica versus Rioave, It's the Taça de Portugal, Portuguese Cup quarterfinal. The referee is Artur Suárez Dias. Here is the 11 for Ave. In goal, the Brazilian Paulo Vítor. Across the back, the right back is Diogo Figueiredo. Center-back pairing Erdogan Sanch and Toni Borukovic, the Croatian central back. The left-back is Mateusz Reij, Uh Double double pivot midfield there with Tarantini and former Benfica player Philippe Agus teaming up. A very experienced uh, double pivot there in midfield. And the three attacking mids uh, centrally, Diego Lops r- down the right, Lucas Piazon. And the left-sided attacking midfield is Nuno Santos, the former Benfica Youth Academy product. And the striker is Mehdi Taremi. The coach, of course, is Carlos Carvalhal. Benfica goes with this 11. It is Zloban in goal. Tomáš Tavaržet right back with with Ruben Díaz and Ferru as the central defenders. The left-back is Grimaldo. Um, In midfield, Ulián Weigel teams up with Adel Tarapt while Pizzi and Servi take care of the wide play. And up front, the strike partnership for this match is Chiquinho and Carlos Vinicius. And we start with a minute of silence followed by a, moment, a warm moment of applause in memory of Paulo Speedy Gomes, the uh, Portuguese motor racer that was killed uh, about a week over the past weekend, I should say, on Sunday in competing in the Dakar Rally across Saudi Arabia, he crashed and unfortunately died of his injuries. And we start the game with Riouav kicking off its Taremi, kicking it backwards to. Antini and the match is underway. Very noticeable low turnout in terms of attendance for this match, and obvious for obvious reasons. I mean, they're putting a week a weekday match kicking off at 9:15 p.m. or at 21:15 um, local time, which is is ridiculous. I understand that they have TV rights. And I understand that they have to put, you know, they don't want to put two games on at the same time. And uh, the the Taça de Portugal is really something that has been, I think, ruined by TV. To be honest with you, because this is a competition that should be played on the weekend. It should not be played midweek. Um, we should not be playing Taça de Portugal quarterfinals midweek so that we can then erase a weekend for the League Cup. Uh, I, I don't agree with this. I know they've been doing it this way a long time. But if you watch the FA Cup, the greatest club, you know, domestic cup competition that exists, they play on the weekends, okay? They reschedule league games to play FA Cup games or FA Cup matches. That shows the importance in the competition. The TASA de Portugal does not get the same respect from the FPF or from Naj, the owners of Sport TV. Okay, a couple of years ago, my my local team, Caldez Sport Club, okay, uh, amateur side, just like just like another unnamed amateur side, I'm not going to mention that was in this round, but by the way, Obrigado, Academic Viseu, Obrigado, thank you, Academic Viseu, and um, they were, Caldez were made it all the way to the semifinals, and they were playing with amateurs, and the FPF f- were making them play on a Wednesday night at Sportivo das Aves. These guys had to take time off from their jobs. They had to take days off from, from school, from their classes, to go play in the Tasa de Portugal. Tasa de Portugal is not a professional tournament. It is an all-encompassing tournament. It includes professionals and amateurs from Portugal. Okay, This competition needs to be played on weekends, not midweek. Okay, If you have to, you put a round of, of league matches midweek, if you have to. There's no reason we couldn't have played Desportivo de Aves on a Wednesday and had played this round of the Taça de Portugal in the previous weekend. But... I digress. Um, Again, going back to Caldas, a couple years ago, they had to play on a two. Their home leg of the semifinals was played on a Wednesday at like four o'clock in the afternoon because of TV. Because you had Porto Sporting playing at seven thirty. Okay, this game kicked off so late because they wanted to get Porto's game in before they could not possibly divide the television audience by <laughs> by putting two games on at the same time and of course if they put the game late less people will go to the game more people will watch it on tv this is really a flawed uh, a flawed way of thinking from the fpf from from sport tv and Ligonage thinks the same way when it's in the league they play these games way too late you know you want to see how a league should be or how a domestic product should be should be presented on television. You should watch the Mexican League. Liga MX, okay? They have the best television product as far as a football league is concerned. The games look awesome on TV. Watch. Tickets are dirt cheap. They fill every stadium. They put the games at times that fill the stadiums, and they shoot them for TV, and they play them on TV. Okay? People are going to watch this game. You're not going to... You you know, it's Benfica. Sorry if Porto doesn't have the following we do, so we can't play at the same time, and you hurt their TV number. You know what? Too bad. Too bad. Uh, this game should not have kicked off at, at this late, much less on a weekday. But if it has to be on a weekday, nine fifteen is is just absolutely ludicrous for a kickoff time on a Wednesday night. But that's the end of my rant. Let's get back into the match now. <laughs> We're in the third minute. And Mateusz plays Tarantino, Tarantini into space. Sorry, Mateusz plays Taremi into space behind the Benfica backline. It's a foot race between Taremi and Ruben Dias. Taremi gets there first. Ruben Dias takes a very risky, makes a very risky decision to take Taremi down from behind with the slide tackle. I honestly am shocked he was not sent off for this. Okay, yes, he may not have been the last guy. You might have that that argument. But anytime you slide from behind with no attempt to play the ball. You're normally sent off. Artur Swarzdzis, for whatever reason, does not send him off. Okay, and he he was not good in this match. The referee. I'm not going to sit here and say that he was good, and he he hurt us. But in this case, he also helped us. Okay, I'm not one of these fans that's going to sit here and think that we never get any calls because we got a call here. Okay, we're gonna get we're gonna get screwed a little bit later on in the game, but on this one we got the call. Okay, um, somehow. Only the yellow card is shown, and it sets up this free kick from Lucas Piazon.
1: Bola para Baliz, Gol! Marca o Rui Lucas Piazon, o brasileiro em estado para o Chelsea faz o golaço no Estádio da Luz.
0: And for the third cup game in a row. Benfica fall behind 1-0 as Lucas Piazon hits his free kick from about 20 meters. Right side, or oh, I should say to yeah, to Zlobin's right side with the inside of his right foot. The Chelsea loanee, the unloaned Chelsea player for Riwav, hits a perfect direct kick. Zlobin has no chance. It's hit around the wall and inside the post. Um Zlobin gives it a good effort, but the, he has no chance at all on this play. Can't, I'm not going to fault the Russian goalkeeper for this one. Um, but in the 7th minute, we are reminded by the commentator that Ave have never won at the Stadio de Luge. Um, that doesn't matter, <laughs> I'll be honest. They were winning here, and Benfica were uh, were on their heels, and it was another lackadaisical start from Benfica early on in this match. looked like they weren't quite ready to play as the match kicked off. But in the 8th minute, Chiquinho dispossesses Felipe Auguste, plays to Pizzi, who returns the ball into space for Chiquinho, fires a low right-footed shot, but Paulo Vitor makes a nice diving save to his left, and Chiquinho still in search of that elusive goal. He's had lots of great opportunities the last couple matches, continues to be in search of that goal. On this one, the keeper makes a good save, 11th minute. Pizzi loses the ball near the left sideline. Figueiredo plays in Taremi, who picks up his head, And drives a low cross in front of goal. But Tomas Tavares is there first to send it clear. And away from danger. Another scary moment there for Benfica. As Ghiwav looked close to adding a second. 13th minute. Ferru collects the ball at midfield. Looking forward. Plays the square ball to Ruben. Ruben quickly changes the point of attack to Tomas Tavares. And let's listen to the rest of the play as it plays out here on RTPI. So, good work from Tomas Tavares and Chiquinho, as well as a nice pass from Carlos Vinicius in the space for Franco Cervi, and the Argentinian hammers home the equalizer. He fires it to the to the short post, beating the Brazilian goalkeeper Paulo Vitor to his left. No chance for the goalkeeper, and it is one to one, and everyone can, for uh, momentarily at least, Breathe a sigh of relief as Benfica draw level. Chihuahua players are left standing with their arms in the air looking for an offside. Referee goes to VAR. VAR confirms after a two-minute delay. Two-minute delay it took to confirm that there was no offside and that the goal is valid. And... Um... It says here that the DV. Oh, and I made a note here. My DVR at this point stopped recording for some reason. There's a huge gap in my recording. So from the 13th to the 28th minute, I have nothing. <laughs> it my it skipped ahead. But it, as we move ahead in the 28th minute, it's Carlos Vinicius with a nice with nice footwork. But his attempt at playing in Chiquinho, um, is cut out by Adelens uh, Sil- the the center back for for Riwav and he knocks it clear as Riwav regrouped 29th minute it is Tarapt carrying down the left into space he does a nice one-two with Grimaldo back to the Moroccan who finds Chiquinho in the area with his back to goal Chiquinho tries to turn on his left side he tries to pivot left and his right plant leg is just kicked right out from under him um He's, he's holding the ball on his left, and he's trying to turn left while his, his back leg is holding the weight of himself and the defender, but his right plant leg is kicked out from on under him. The referee says no call. He goes on. We play on, I should say, and we have Matilj with a long ball over the top for Taremi. And Taremi gets there first and with his header he heads it up and over Zlobin, who is in horrible position. He comes out halfway. Worst place to be. Dead man's uh he you know, no man's land there for for the Russian goalkeeper as the ball is easily headed up and over him and into the goal and Rywav once again take the lead. But absolutely um I had just said that we may have gotten a favor from the referee in the Ruben Diaz tackle. He more than made up for it in this one as a clear penalty is not called, okay? I don't want to hear the fans of the other teams saying we're getting carried with penalties that aren't penalties, okay? This was a clear penalty, okay? The worst part was they go to the VAR, and they're not even reviewing the penalty. They're reviewing an offside. Obviously, there was no offside on Taremi. It was a nice ball, and nobody's asking for an offside on Taremi. But there was a clear penalty at the beginning of the play that should have gone to Benfica. This should have been a penalty kick for Benfica, not a goal for Jouav. And once again, we're playing against against the VAR, the VAP, if you will, the Video a Porto Because they, this never seems to happen to them. They always seem to find a spot in a video where they can save that team. Yet in this one, they don't back up far enough to... to they don't back up far enough to find the play. They make sure not to review that in order to allow the goal to stand for Ryuab. And that's the last time I will talk about a team that is not that is not part of this match. I apologize for bringing that into it. But it's just you hear it from 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 fans, you know, the the haters about this this thing that we're, the polvo, the, the octopus, that we have our hands and all these things. Man, you guys are so blind, wearing your blue and green shades, that you can't even see. This was a clear penalty kick. Not given, not even reviewed. So, Riuav take the lead, but in the 32nd, it's Chervi down the left with a cross. And Chiquinho has a diving header. He gets to it, but it's right at Paulo Viter, who easily saves it. 35th minute, it's Tarapt with a nice diagonal to Tomasz Tavarsh, who crosses... For Vinicius, but it's headed clear by Felipe Auguste as the former Benfica player is back on defense there. The holding center mid does well. Thirty-seventh, it is Tarap to Tavares again. And this time the cross comes to Chiquinho. His shot is blocked by is blocked by but Chervi with the follow-up. Um is saved by Vitor Diving to his right, Chervi almost doubles his tally. Almost brings me to the level again. And what form this guy is on right now. I think he feels the pressure. You know, Rafa is nearly recovered from his injury. And, and Chervi wants to keep playing. He is he has raised his game several levels here. And he is, he is fighting for that spot. And it is nice to see. And this is what is best for the team when players are fighting for their spots. 40th minute. Excuse me, 38th minute. We have a freeze frame of Riwav's second goal. Uh showing Teremi offside. No question about that. Twenty-three centimeters, if I remember correctly, is the distance they gave that he was onside by. That was not what should <laughs> you know, that was not what I'm looking for a review on and you know. All that does is bring more scandal to this, the football in this country, the domestic product in this country, okay. And the refereeing is just horrendous. And I know you know when you listen to, for example, a Benfica FM, or you listen to um, any, basically any commentary on Portuguese football, everyone is pretty, pretty. Um, there's a pretty strong consensus that everyone is opposed to VAR. However, there's it's also mentioning that you know. Uh, in our, in this league in this country in portuguese football var seems to be necessary because these referees are coming on are just so incompetent lately and we have not had a good portuguese referee in so long and these matches are so poorly officiated that it's hard to even imagine a portuguese football without var anymore um, it would be one. It would be a giant highway robbery if not for VAR. 40th minute, and we have Benfica fans trying to get the team jump-started, but the energy is just lacking both in the stands and on the pitch. And it's a late midweek night, and it, you can feel it fra- across your television screen when you're watching it. 42nd minute, and it's Nuno Santos now for you. Have alone on the right, plays it central with the outside of his left foot. A nice cross, Trivela. For Taremi, but the Iranian hits it high and wide and is unable to complete his hat trick on the play. 43rd minute, and it's Vinicius now with an effort at goal. It's blocked. The rebound falls to PC. Pizzi. Pizzi tries to dance and creates some space for himself. He goes down, calls for penalty. Swarjdias, of course, says absolutely not and waves waves play on and i noted here a very poor first half from from peasy in this match he really was not very good sorry about the cutout there i was saying peasy was not very good in this match and we absolutely need a lot better from one of our top players and one of our key players in matches like this so we continue and that will take us to half time although there was a penalty call in here somewhere As now it looks like my notes are skipping. As give me one moment here. I apologize there. I skipped a page in my notes. And here we so let's get back to the 44th minute. It's Tavarsh to Tarapt. And he carries into the box. He appears. He appears to be cut down from behind by Tarantini, and yeah, this is the polemica now. As uh, this time, Suárez Díaz with no hesitation, whistles and points to the spot. It's a penalty to Benfica. Rio players protesting, as the referees begins to communicate with VAR. And in a uh, funny, it took so long to verify Benfica's goal, but in a mere seconds, the penalty call is reversed. No penalty given. It's the right call. It's not the fact that it's right or wrong. It's just the fact that it seems to be very inconsistent this far. And once again, uh, the VAR is working against Benfica, as there is no penalty given. Terapt, um, you know, went down. It looked. It looked at first glance like it was a like it was a good call, but it was not obviously. And the VAR did up. Uh, the VAR did reverse the call as Benfica will not have the, the penalty kick. And at that point, the fourth official shows the placard for five minutes of added time here in the first half. At 45 plus three, it's PZ crossing from from a free kick, trying to find Ruben Diaz at the far post. Paulo Vinicius is, is there first. And after a minute, uh, after a minimum of contact, I should say, after some minimum contact, Paulo Paulo Vítor goes down as if he'd been punched in the stomach, screaming like he'd been whacked with a police baton. And he gets the call from Suárez Díaz, and shortly thereafter, Suárez Díaz blows for halftime. Overall, in this first half, Béfica had a lackadaisical start, in my opinion, and they paid for it by going down early. And... um, Big concerns about Zlobin on that second goal. And part, part of it may be from not getting much playing time. And I've said this now in a couple episodes. I think these two backup goalies, neither of them are a clear-cut backup goalkeeper. Okay, They need to rotate time between the, the B team and the bench of the first team. Because they need to play. And we go into important matches like this. And then we're relying on a backup goalkeeper to to hold on and to help us advance. As we move closer, now we go to the semi as you know, we're gonna go to the semifinals. It's uh you know I really don't like this practice of playing backup goalkeepers when there's this disparity in quality between the two of them and the backup gets uh, no time. Svilar has been playing week after week on the B team and Zlobin could use the minutes in my opinion. Um, but overall Benfica continuing though to struggle at finishing as they they had against Avj, and that is a bit concerning. As we go to halftime now, we're going to take a quick 30-second break, and I'll be back on the other side. This is Mr. Benfica. I am the Mr. Mike You Of course, find me on Twitter at Benfica Mister, on Instagram at Mr. Benfica, on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash Mr. Benfica, and now at Mr. Benfica.com. I'll be right back. Right, second half, no substitutions at halftime, and my cousin Vinny kicks off for the second half to Julian Weigel. And we are underway, 46th minute. Tarabt's cross headed by Borekovic back to Paulo Viter. So to, we start off with the cross from Tarabt, and Borekovic with a nice play, heading it all the way back to Paulo who collects it. 47th minute, and it's Vinicius with a left footed effort blocked by Borekovic and Benfica coming out of the gates increasing the pressure in the first 5 minutes of the second half just like we saw against Avj at the previous match in the league last Friday 50th minute and Lopch, excuse me for a uh, for grabbing Chiquinho's jersey and jumping on essentially for a piggyback ride 57th minute now and it's Nuno Sanch with an outstanding cross no one can get on the end of it, however. Matilde runs it down at the opposite flank. Crosses again, and this time, uh, Tarapt heads it calmly to Zlobin. Same exact play almost as we saw at the beginning of the half at the other end for Riuav in the 60th minute. And we have Tomaj Tavarj down the right for Pizzi. Crosses for for Vinicius, but it is cleared by Diogo uh, Figueres at the last second, and on the hour mark, Bruno Lage makes his first move of the match, as he brings in, he brings in the Swiss Assassin off the bench, and this is a striker for a central defender, bold move by Bruno Lage, as Saferovic comes on, Ferru comes off, and we have a tactical switch being made here, and you're quickly seeing the, the versatility of uh, the new signee Julian Weigel as he moves into a center-back role, a role he, he's very comfortable in, and he played a lot for Borussia Dortmund this year in that in that role as we go to twin strikers up front for Befica. And again, my apologies with the recording cutting in and out as, as I was talking there, and it stopped recording for a moment. But as we go to the 63rd minute, E em vez
1: de ter Weigl e Tarapto Tem Chiquinho e Tarap no meio campo Portanto é uma equipa com características mais ofensivas Atenção, vai ser um remate e o gol! Bola, empata o Benfica no estádio da Lourdes. E o que ele sofreu enquanto estava aqui fora e acaba por receber de Vinícius, naquela cooperação dos dois tanques da frente, como lhe chamava António Otário Tadeia, para o golo que reempata
0: a partida. So Seferovic hammers it home after the ball is headed down by Carlos Vinicius on a cross from, from Ruben Dias. And it is now 2-2 as Benfica feels some life and some relief comes across the stadium. We're in the 66th minute, but it's Taremi again. He's one-on-one with Ruben Dias. The defender does well this time to contain and stop the Iranians' forward movement before Pizzi can come in backtracking and pickpocket the Riov forward as Benfica re controls possession of the ball. 67th minute ball drops to Pizzi in the penalty area. Tries to get the ball into a shooting position. He can't quite control it. Goes down. Referee waves play on again. 68th minute and a double substitution from, or I should say, a substitution from Riwav as Gabriel Zinu comes in for Nunu Santos. It's a like for like switch on the flank and then we're in the 71st minute and it's PZ combining with Tomás Tavares and have a listen.
1: distância muito mais <laughs> longe daquilo que é o objetivo que é chegar à área de defesa. Mas Tavares. De volta o Tomasz Tavares. Cruzamento Pisou e o Benfica faz a cambalhota no marcador. A capacidade mágica de Pizzi de acreditar que chegava lá e cruzar tenso e certeiro para aquele que nunca complica, pelo menos neste jogo, entre dois rebates, dois gols. É, e é, é notável que Seferovic, que é um jogador que não é extraordinário ao nível da finalização, tem-lhe sido isso apontado muitas vezes, mas estas coisas. No futebol, quem está bem num período acaba por aparecer mal no outro, que é o caso de Vinícius, que hoje não está a ser capaz de se impor ao jogo. E o jogador que acabou por perder a posição de titular, Seferovic, que com
0: alguns jogos com finalizações mais desastradas, acaba por ser ele a tornar-se decisivo. and there you have it. Some nice combination play along the sideline between PZ and Tomáš Tavarcz. Tomasz Tavarcz lobs the ball up over the Rio Ave defender into space for PZ, who slides onto it, crossing it for Seferovic. And the Swiss scores again. It's 3 2 to Benfica now. And the match has completely changed. It's completely gone on its head now. As Benfica have gone from behind to ahead. And naturally, that is going to bring on a substitution here as we have in the 77th minute we see a vocally unhappy Bruno Ligeon he will go to the bench um in the 85th minute he will bring on Samadish to replace Vinicius and that essentially will undo the substitution he made earlier you know, when the Befiko, when Befiko were behind when he was trying to um strengthened the attack and he was risking at the back he now has the depth and this i talked about this i think in the last episode in and i want to give a a quick shout out here to a listener uh quick sh- a quick shout out to to Jeff Schultz, yes, Jeff Schultz out in Eastern Washington here in the United States at GG Schultz 78, as he uh, tweeted me, um, stating that, reminding me that I had said in the in the, in the past the kind of depth that we now have to be able to to make these kinds of substitutions, where now Samadish comes in and now you've re-strengthened the midfield because we have Weigel now, we have a guy that can play in two positions very well, equally well. Um, we're able to put keep him in, at central defense. We don't have to sub in another central defender. We can sub in a very good central midfielder in Andrea Samaris. We can remove a striker, and now we're back to the same four four two we started the match in. We're not really giving anything up offensively. I like this switch. I like the fact that we can do this. Thank you to Jeff for uh, t- for for tweeting me this and for you know for uh, thank you for listening obviously and thank you um, for for noticing. And it is it, it's true. Benfica are able now with the with the the depth in the in the midfield, especially with versatile players, to be able to move guys here and there. Shikinu uh, now playing as a was playing as a center mid with Tarapt there for a while. Samari's just back in. Shikinu now able to move back into the attack, back into the position he started with. Also very very good uh, versatility from Shikinu. And we move ahead to the 89th minute one more substitution for Benfica and now it is Rafa coming in for Chervi. Rafa returns after an extended injury stoppage and gets a few minutes gets a run in i um, not sure how I feel about him for the Derby. I would have liked to have seen maybe 10 minutes in this game just to see if he feels good and to see how he moves. But, of course, Bruno Lage is with him every day on the training pitch. So, he'll make that decision. 90th minute, Riuav will make their final sub. Another like-for-like. Like. Pedro Amaral comes on from Mateusz as it's a back for a back the fourth referee will signal for four minutes of time added on sorry i ran through this second half so quickly i am running late i'm supposed to be at work in about 20 minutes and i have a 16 minute drive so i am flying through this uh 90th plus one but i think uh, earn a corner pz to take it Play short to trap And Befica work it around. And it finds its way back to Chiquinho, who has another effort at goal. But this one is wide. Chiquinho still unable to break that goal-scoring uh, funk. Perhaps perhaps he's saving it for the derby later today. We'll find out, won't we, when we watch later on. 90th plus 4. And Pedro Amaral with the final effort for Riuav. He sends in a cross, but it is... Along the ground, he sends in across, and it's cleared by a sliding. Julian Weigl away to safety, and Suarez Diaz will blow his whistle three times for full-time. Benfica 3, Riwab 2. And we see we see the team celebrating, and we see a warm embrace on the screen between teacher and pupil, talking, of course, about the two managers, Carvalhal and Laij. I have some quick takeaways from this match. All right, a very strong performance from Tomasz Taváj in this match. Uh, he was very, very good going both ways. Vigel and Chiquinho showing their versatility, and they don't get enough, Chiquinho especially, they- doesn't get enough credit for this, playing multiple roles in multiple positions in this match. Chiquinho going from uh, forward to mid, back to forward, while Weigel goes from the holding mid. Into center back. Very, very good um, versatility from those guys. Seferovic off the bench with two goals. And he's making a case to get the start against Sporting. We'll see what the manager decides. And I also noted that the backup goalkeeper's situation still is worrisome to me. Uh, but if you can advance to the semifinals, they will play Family Count in the semis over two legs in February. We now know the other semifinal will be Football Clube do Porto against Academic de Viseu. That is because Viseu beat Porto's supporters group, Canelas, 2010. And can you imagine how embarrassing it would have been for Portuguese football if Porto was playing Canelas in the semifinals of the Portuguese Cup when Canelish captured captain makaku who is also the leader of the super they says to the media in sir in all seriousness sits there and says he wants to play first of all he's 44 years old he might be the captain he's only played in four games all season but um he is the the figurehead of the team and he says he wants to play the first half against porto and then go into the stands and lead the super they and support porto against the team he's rostered on in the second half Pá, macaco vai caralho. That's what I say to you. All right, we're gonna leave. Uh, sorry for that language, but we're gonna leave on that note. Here is Šefević really quickly in the post-game uh, interview.
1: Antonio, vamos ouvir Šefević ao uh, ou João Miguel Nuno. Šefević, uh, que imagem fica deste jogo? Acha que o Benfica venceu de forma justa e se sente o homem da partida? Uh, acho que que foi importante a, a ganhar. Não jogamos tão bem como antes, mas não importa, agora ganhamos, somos, somos mais, mais em frente. Como o Mister sempre diz, todo o content, trabalhamos todo o dia por, por isso. O cansaço pode pesar para o jogo com o Sporting? Mister, o ref, ele, ele vai dizer quem que vai jogar, eu vou a, a, a treinar como sempre, no final, vamos ver, vai jogar a melhor equipa. Obrigado, Seferovic. Seferovic, uh, em português,
0: a tentar. Uh, uh, a do João Nunes. Vamos agora para outro... And that was Harris Safarovic there in Portuguese speaking to Artepe saying that what he said was he thinks it's important what's important was that they won he was asked about if he feels he's the man of the match and he says what's important is that that we won we didn't play as well as we have previously but that doesn't matter what's important is that we advanced and then he misunderstood the second question the second question the reporter asked him if fatigue is going to be uh concerned going into the match with with uh, sporting and he answered i think he misunderstood because he answered saying the mister is the boss i mean brunelage is the boss he knows who's going to play and i think he was asked if he was if he had earned a, a spot in the in the match in the in the starting 11 for the for the derby and he misunderstood i think and he, just, he said that the mister is the boss, but he's right. The mister is the boss, so we will see what team gets rolled out later today. All right, that's going to do it for episode 48. I thank you for your patience. There were some, some audio difficulties and recording difficulties in this episode, and like I said, my time is... I'm running late, so I do have to run. But I do appreciate you bearing with me through this episode 48, I'll look back at the Taça de Portugal quarterfinal, Bayfica 3, Rio Ave 2. Hope everyone enjoys the derby. I hope that when we talk this weekend, it's going to be all about, about, you know, it's going to be a good a good conversation hope we can have a good review coming up this weekend don't forget uh, follow me on Twitter at benfica Mr on Instagram at mr Benfica on Facebook um, by searching mr. Benfica www.facebook.com forward slash Mr. Benfica and now also at mr benfica.com all right thank you everybody and I will catch you in episode 49 have a good rest of the weekend. ¡Dicada!